What is going on? Hope everybody's doing well. It's America Unplugged right here on Rockfin every Saturday, 12 p.m. Eastern. You know the deal. AmericaUnplugged.com, America Unplugged on Apple Podcast, and of course right here on Rockfin. Man, hope everybody's doing well. Greetings and blessings to all of you. It is Saturday, live from New York. It's Saturday night. Actually, it's Saturday morning. And I have the legendary Don Jeffries here with me. Tell him what's up, sir. You're muted, sir. There you go. He's real. Sorry about that. Yeah, so I said we're, we're we're going old school today, like uh, we did when we were at the iconic. Yeah, right, so, right. uh, so we're going old school. It's Don and myself. <laughs> uh, um, Mr. Arterburn can cannot be here today, but but he will be here next week, uh, hopefully. Wishing him the best. Hope he is relaxing somewhere, uh, not thinking about the world and just. Uh, you know, listening to Waylon Jennings or something. I told him this morning, I'm like, turn on some Waylon Jennings and, and go chill. But uh, let, let's see if he actually does it. Hope everybody's doing well. We got a lot to talk about today. We're going to talk about Trump and, and 400 mil, right? Because that's a lot of money, at least for you and me. But he has 2.5 billion. So you know, he's still a, a billionaire twice over, right? And, I mean, why would he want to raise money? But, but uh, more important... Let's talk about Ice Spice <laughs> at the Super Bowl. Good Lord. Um, and and, uh, and uh, you've been talking about this a little bit, Don, and about how, you know, uh, sports are possibly rigged and how the Super Bowl may – everybody everybody here in the alt media expected the, the Chiefs to win this thing, right? It's funny because I was having a conversation with, with a friend of mine, Big Ray, and, uh, and he was gloating over how much money he made because he he picked the Kansas City Chiefs. And I was like, you know, everybody picked the Kansas City Chiefs, but apparently some people didn't. Um, most people that were outside of the alternative media thought that San Francisco was going to win the Super Bowl. I didn't see how that was possible. But um, apparently a lot of people did. They were the favorites to win. Not here in the alt media. Everybody knew that, <laughs> that Kansas City was going to win for one reason or another, right? Everybody was uh, was pointing at Taylor Swift and the association with her. And Travis Kelsey and how convenient that is, or well, I think it's legit, but who knows, right? How convenient that is. And then she's sitting up in the skybox with uh, Ice Spice, right? And Ice Spice is from the Bronx. Right? Um, it is the epitome of the degeneration of music, even hip hop, right? If people in in the late '80s and '90s looked at hip hop as the degeneration of music, now people that were into real hip hop 
look at Ice Spice as the degeneration of hip hop. Like it is just, you know, mindless. All she does is shakes her ass, right? And 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 says nonsense the same over and over and over again. Um, well, she's in in the skybox, right? She's she's in the luxury suite with Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift is in her 30s. She's like 36, something like that, or whatever. And and Ice Spice is like 22. Ice Spice is up there flashing Illuminati symbolism. Now, listen, I don't think Ice Spice knows a damn thing about the Illuminati. I don't think she knows anything about the occult. Somebody told her to do this, right? Somebody told her, hey, flash this, do this, right? And see what happens. I don't know. She's wearing an upside down cross. At some point, you can't excuse that, right? You're like, okay, so what's what's yeah. the point of this? What are you doing? Why, right? Or, or who told you to do? Who told you it was a good idea to wear this on nationwide television, given that you're going to spark a controversy? People are going to zone in on this and say, uh, she's clearly worshiping the devil, right? They, they know this. Whether she's doing that or not, uh, I think the intent there was to trigger something, and it's worked. Anyway, go ahead, Don Jeffries. Tell me what's up. Yeah, and that's, I mean, she, she, I mean, who knows? I don't think she's uh, obviously astute enough to understand the Illuminati, but, and I, you know, I, I keep talking up Jason Whitlock, this guy, this fearless podcast. This guy's the, you know, he's incredible out there, but uh, he, he, I only know about her through him because he's always talking about the degenerate culture and he was showing some clips. Apparently, her latest hit song is pretty much about farts. Yes, yes, yes. So, I mean, again, I don't, (laughs) I mean, we're we're very close to that movie ass. We'll we'll play uh, that right here for you. Keep keep talking. We're going to play that for the people. I mean, just, I mean, you know, we had the Cardi B's wet, you know, that song was bad enough. So now we're farts. I don't know what, you know, where they can take it next. You know, I don't, I don't really know, but um, it's, 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 it's degenerate. And yeah, you're right. She does probably doesn't understand any of the symbolism, but she, I think she knows what an upside down cross means. She did that for a reason. She's wearing that. And, Taylor Swift is kind of putting her stamp of approval on it by sitting next to her and, uh, you know, cheering. And again, when, when, when they started this Taylor Swift psyop or whatever it is, it was inevitable. You knew who was going to win the Super Bowl. Right. They were not going to be denied Taylor Swift coming down on the field and celebrating. That's, you know, going crazy. I mean, they, after the game winning touchdown, they immediately went to the booth to Taylor Swift. Right. Of they course. Look, they, they don't even remember the guy, Miko Hardman's name. He didn't get anything. He went right to Taylor Swift. Like she scored the touchdown. And, uh, <clears throat> you know, it's just to, for those of you, you may not know that much about football, but I heard an amazing stat. And I've been watching this guy, Mahomes. is, And again, I understand. I, I liked Tom Brady and the Patriots because he was my fantasy quarterback in one league and he won me like six championships. I so I was predisposed to like the guy. I loved yeah. it. So, but I understood like the Atlanta game, especially that company. I understood these things were scripted. Seattle you know, not running the ball down at the goal line and throwing an interception. I mean, so I, but I, you know, my team that I liked benefited from it. So of course I didn't pay as much attention to it. I don't like Mahomes because I think he's, uh, he's, he's really coddled by the officials more than any quarterback I've ever seen. They came up with an incredible stat that uh, Kansas city has in all Mahomes playoff games or something, they've never had a holding call in any playoff game. And that's just simply impossible because he's already played in a lot of playoff games. <clears throat> and um, so I think you look at that and it was inevitable who was going to win, but it's interesting to see that more and more people out there are questioning this. Yeah. You know, they're saying it's rigged and uh, you know, I, I post some things on Twitter about, it. I don't get any, hardly any feed, you know, any blowback because most people now, even though like a lot of people, they like, if they, you know, again, if you like, I like the Patriots, 
back then. If you like the Chiefs, I understand, you know, it's your team and you're you're excited that they won and everything. But understand, maybe sometimes the script goes in your favor. But it, there's it, anybody that looks at these things. These It's very, you know, sm- uh, small uh, uh, jump away from what the WWE is. And again, I, I talked about this guy, Will Compton, who was playing a linebacker for the Redskins, you know, the team formerly known as Redskins is, I think, last year, maybe the year before the Giants he played for. He had a pretty long career. And I guess he's retired and he's certainly never going to play again because he came out and publicly said these games are rigged. These It's all scripted. And he participated in it. So I don't, I don't know if he was saying he was part of it or not, but he obviously thinks it is. So more and more people. So hopefully they can bring, bring it down on because this is all bread and circuses at this point. And. It, it probably always was to some extent uh, rigged even back in the day. If you certainly remember Super Bowl three with Joe Namath. I don't. Uh, that, well, yeah, I mean, but you know, historically, Joe Namath, yeah. that's, that's where, I mean, if you look at Joe Namath's career statistics, they are unbelievably bad. I mean, they are horrible. Less than 50% completion rate, way more interceptions than touchdowns, and yet he's in the Hall of Fame because of that one absurdly fixed game where he, he guaranteed a win and, uh, Anyhow, they're, they're, so it goes back at least to then. But now it's nice to see more and more people, because I was saying it back in the 70s. I, I was I used to watch these games, and I, I back then they used to have Brent Musburger and these guys would be on there. And I, I would say, just, just pay attention to the end of the game. If they start rolling the credits, there's not going to be an overtime. And people started seeing that. I was right all the time. So it used to be even more obvious back then. But at any rate, you know, I, I'm addicted to it. But then uh, after this, we had the shooting. Yeah, oh, right, right, right. and, and uh, or supposed shooting again. Already, people are doubting it, and I've looked at some of the video, and you know, I have questions too. Maybe some people out there. We talked about it yesterday on my show. If you guys caught the I uh, protest yesterday, most of you looking in the chat room were there yesterday. You know that Patrick Chanel, who's the brother of Leo Chanel of the Kansas City Chiefs, so a really kind of inside view. And uh, he obviously he was sending me videos of this stuff. You know, is there what's on this stretcher there? They're claiming it's a victim. It doesn't look like a human being. So lots of questions to ask about that. So people are questioning everything, but, and then I'm, I'm writing a Substack today. I'll, I'll finish it probably today or tomorrow, but, and it's, it's, it was inspired by the Super Bowl shooting. Cause again, the second amendment thing and all that where uh, Hollywood, and all, then they're reacting, you know, it's like written in a script, every single one of them. What are we going to do about this? We're failing the children. And it's like, you know, what, what are you talking about? Again, the inanimate objects are the ones that are responsible and said, I don't know how many more gun laws do we need to have? And I, and I, and again, I'm not a huge gun guy, but um, I do know that I don't know what you could do in, in terms of gun violence in any of the cities. How many of those people get their weapons legally? So, you know, I, I, what, what, I, I don't know how, what, what you could do to stop it, but again, it's, it's just a, a virtue signaling stuff. And, uh, you know, more, more and more ammo for the people who think they're trying to take your weapons. Cause, uh, but it's, Anyhow, that's kind of all over the place, but the Super Bowl inspired a lot. No, absolutely. Um, and uh, like with, with the gun issue, man, I, I don't know, right? But they're going to go straight for the guns. They don't know of any other solution for it. Um, yeah. and, 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 and that's their thing. Anytime they see a shooting of any sort, uh, yeah, right. the public has been trained to, to go straight after the gun rather than, you know, the, the people who are pulling the trigger. I mean, they go after that too, but they want to ban guns, right? But the thing is, and, and uh, here's my position on it. Um, and uh, people are welcome to disagree, but this is the only way I see it. If and and I am also not a gun guy. Don't care, right? I'm I I am not one of those dudes. Yeah, uh, if yeah, you guys yeah. want to have a gun, that's fine with me. 
you know, but uh, I'm, I'm not I'm not big on guns. Right. But if you're going to take the guns away from the people, then the cops have to yes. have their guns taken away. Absolutely. Yes. That's what I say. Yeah, that's it. There's there's no um, no compromise there. I mean, well, that is the compromise, I would say. I mean, beyond that, there, there's there's no other way to do this. If we are going to be left without weapons, then everybody gets gets weapons taken away. And that and that includes personal security for the elite, right? I mean, they don't get to have guns. None of these people get to have guns. And that's it. Yes. That's it. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, I, mean, I, would, I would, I hate, I mean, I don't like guns personally. I, I, no, I'm sorry to interrupt, but I, I, I don't like guns personally. Sure. I've said for a long time, if they could find a way to get rid of all guns and somehow you didn't have the material to build them anymore, because they're, I mean, they're, they're killing machines. You're there, they're for killing. Uh, I would, I would love that. I would support that. The world would be a much better place without guns. But the problem is, no one ever talks about disarming the police and no one ever talks about disarming the military. Right. So when you have, and that's what I'm writing about in Substack today, we have an occupying force in America. It starts with local cops and it goes up to the standing. You know, I, if you read Thomas Jefferson, who was, you know, my hero, you know, one of my heroes, he was very concerned about America not having a standing army, as he called it. <clears throat> he wanted to have citizen militias in every state to defend the country. And that's what the founders thought. None of them could have envisioned what we have with the Pentagon and the intelligence agencies, and not to mention our militarized police forces. But the problem is the people, the gun activists, the gun rights people, the Second Amendment people, they all love the police right. and they love the military. It's like, you know, don't you see how, don't you see that like an individual right to bear arms interferes with this occupying force? You, you come up with a situation where let's say you're a concealed carry guy which is legal in a lot of places and you're walking around and uh, some cop comes up and, you know, harasses you. Or, I mean, I know this is impossible for the, for the society to conceive of a cop actually you know, doing something on his own and causing trouble. But let's say that oh, there's Carolyn and, uh, and that you fired back in self-defense. Do you, do you think there's any, any situation where you're not going to be prosecuted for that? No matter what's justified or not. But I see Carolyn, Carolyn, there's, there's Carolyn. I see Carolyn's forehead. Yeah, there's it. something wrong with this camera here. I'm trying to mess with it. Yeah. I was like, okay, that's 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 a forehead there gonna, yeah. that we're going to be talking there to. Hey. There she is. How you doing, Ms. Goya? Hey, Good how's it you? going? How, how's everything? I can't get it to bend anymore than this. <laughs> w welcome yeah. to America Unplugged. You're fine. You're fine. Well, I mean, we, your forehead is just fine. I'm sure your forehead will mm -hmm. drop incredible knowledge for us. So we'll, we'll, we we'll take it. Um. Right now we're talking about the Super Bowl, but we did talk. No, we talked about uh, the Super Bowl. I, I still want to want to show everybody Ice Spice. We we have to see this for, <laughs> for people that that aren't familiar. But um, you had some insight on the shooting, right, Carolina? That you yeah, to, I you actually wanted. had several friends that were there when it happened. Even right, tell, tell uh, they weren't. It. You know, they weren't within. They were close enough to be having to duck down from the shooting. They didn't witness it. Right, but they. I mean, everybody heard it. Um, and, and I know there's a lot of people that want to say that this was orchestrated and anything's possible. And let's face it, evil can manifest things just like good can manifest things. Absolutely. But a lot of people don't realize Kansas city and St. Louis, I'm from St. Louis, but I did live some time in Kansas city are always in the top five of murder capitals in, in the United States. Don't ask me why, except there's a terrible gang and gun and drug culture and, you know, they idolize drugs, they idolize guns. And, you know, it's one of those things where, you know, you don't settle your arguments by punching the other guy, you shoot him. And it's terrible because it, it's 
the number one killer of young black men in Missouri is gunfire among, you know, shooting each other. It's really a shame. And that was that was everybody I knew that lives in Kansas City and St. Louis. We didn't think of terrorism or anything else. We just thought of great gangbangers. And I do believe that what it was. They did arrest two teenagers. Uh, Missouri, you cannot release the names and they won't be able to we can't, we won't be able to listen to the hearing. But uh, I actually know people that know the lady chief of police. She is an authentic, decent police lady. Mm-hmm. She rose there without being on her knees or her back or anything else. She's not a politician. The mayor is, but they're always that way. But um, I, I want to say people need to realize this is the fifth year they've had parades there. Never even had to do arrests before this one. They, they, they deliberately would just catch people and <laughs> it's like catching release. It's like, it was like a border. But um, all of the parades had been peaceful. And this one, Gosh, the players were down on the ground, shaking hands, hugging. They had their shirts off. It was 63 degrees. It was an amazing day. And it was actually citizens that tackled these these clowns. Beautiful. And uh, what my friend even heard was it was a couple guys arguing, and you could tell it was a typical gangbang and stuff. And one of the girls grabbed one of the guys with the gun. I'm not a gun person, but it was like sort of like an Uzi-like thing. And partly because she grabbed him, trying to stop it, the girlfriend, she probably actually helped pull him and it actually made it then kind of, what's the right word, rake the area with the gun, with the bullets. And the poor woman that got killed was a wonderful Hispanic lady that did a Hispanic show on a local station. All right. She used to do DJs at weddings and all the Hispanic stuff. Ironically, she actually comes from a very wealthy Hispanic family, too. And her son got shot. She got killed. And what what really was tragic is she got shot in the stomach and and she stopped breathing while they were, you know, how you're trying to do resuscitation. Right. They basically emptied her. She wound up by the, they got her to the hospital, but she'd already bled out so much there was nothing they could do. Uh, I mean, the pictures, and I've seen them immediately as they were working on her right there on the ground. The poor woman bled out right there i mean it must have shot the artery or did something but her son got shot in the leg he's already been released luckily but her two nephews and nieces got shot so see it was like they and then there's so many kids that got hit half of the (coughs) the 22 were kids yeah they had a bunch of kids all sitting together so when these idiots decided they had to solve their problems with guns when he raked you know he just moved his arm and just kept shooting here was a bunch of kids right you know so I did want to let people know because no, thank you. It, you know it's not going to be on the news because it doesn't fit the agenda. You oh, know, I it can't be a big deal about a black guy shooting a bunch of brown people. To 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 give you, I mean, you were there. I mean, you or or you're close to the situation, but uh, right. I did see it on the news that that it was a bunch of kids that did this. You know, um, so but there's been very little coverage. Um, yeah, um, to a degree. Right. I, I've seen it. And it depends on, on where you're looking, I guess. Also, I, yeah, I, well, I, I mean, Bill Mowers tried to make it sound like nobody knew who did it and all this stuff. And, mm-hmm. uh, it, you know, no, I, and I'm not hearing about it because it wasn't a white guy with a crazy with a gun. I understand that they, they, they would blow that out of proportion. But but um, um, uh, some of uh, of the mainstream liberal media has reported on it and immediately said, you know, it's not it's not um 
uh, terrorist related. And they said it was a bunch of kids at Democracy Now, actually, which I listened to. They, they reported on it and they said the same thing. And they also mentioned about the lady that got shot that broadcast out of one of the stations that carries Democracy Now. So uh, but 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 it's 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 excellent to have you here to talk about this sort of stuff, because here in the alt media or well, people automatically jump to, you know, false flag, you know, um, for, right. for a lot of these things. So clear that up for us. I mean, I think you already did. But just the closing thoughts before I throw it over to Jason. Well, the one thing I will say is that what a lot of people don't realize is that even at the after the Toronto guys won the basketball thing, there was a, a, a fatal shooting after their parade. There was also one in Colorado. There was one in San Antonio. And we don't hear about this a lot because what it is is, unfortunately, it's the urban, you know, gangbanging stuff, unfortunately, where people, you know, you're, you're at a big situation like that. They want to be a part of it, too, you know, but unfortunately, they don't leave their weapons at home, you know, right. and, you know, you got people excited and everybody was drinking. I mean, the only thing embarrassing the whole day before the horrible shooting was Travis Kelly was Kelsey was just an absolute idiot drunk on the stage trying to sing and he was an embarrassment to himself yeah oh yeah well that wasn't as bad you'd have heard him when right after the parade he was trying to sing and they literally had to uh, Mahomes was had to hold him up he was so drunk but i mean the rest of the guys they were laying shirtless on the ground and hugging there was black and whites browns everybody hugging each other i want to say it was actually a very beautiful scene it was over a million and a half people in the street you know, like I said, until that happened, there had been no official arrest. So, I mean, that's and, and I will also give I will say this, the troopers and the Kansas City cops and the FD, uh, the KCFD, they ran toward the gunshots. Right. Nobody. No, this wasn't like what was that place in uh, Texas where the cops waited outside for an hour while the guy was shooting up people. No, mm -hmm. everybody ran to it. And there really was citizens. They, they weren't letting these kids get away. But what was good, too. And I think this is important to note. No, they caught them. They didn't get them and start beating up on them and acting like crazy people. No, they just caught them and right. held them. And I thought, well, that was the way to do it because you don't want to look like we're all crazy people. You know what I mean? Absolutely, man. That, that's fantastic. And th thank you for that, Kat. Uh, th that's uh, excellent insight. And thank you for bringing us uh, um, your your thoughts here on America Unplugged, man. I, I want to talk about it. I mean, you're more than welcome to hang out for the rest of the show. Sure, and, whatever. Uh, and give your thoughts on everything that we're talking about. And as usual, if you disagree, you know, make sure you you let me have it. All right. Just, just, <laughs> just let me have it. I'm with um, I, I. You know what? You reminded me and somebody in the chat reminded me of something. Um, somebody said, I think it was Angry Tiger. What's up, Tiger? How are you, buddy? How, how's Franco? Um, make sure you tune into Franco's show tonight on on the free world FM. Um, it says, you know, the alt media is getting more delusional daily. And I want to talk about that because uh, um, The Rock, Jason, I, I want your thoughts on guns, Jay. So, so yeah. hang out for a second. Um, the Rock in 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 pro wrestling, he's uh, Dwayne Johnson is being booed relentlessly now because of something <laughs> that he did, and the alt media has taken that and spun it and said it's because of the Maui fires and his uh, his participation with Oprah and what they've done with that and and the type of money that we're trying to raise and that's why he's getting booed by people it has nothing to do with that nothing at all you know and and uh um the alt media has taken this and ran with it and and there's many people that believe it that they said that people were yelling maui maui when all actuality they were yelling cody they, they want cody Rhodes to, to headline wrestlemania rather than the rock who stepped in and and took this guy's spot um and it's not storyline he actually stepped in and did it because he 
he's delusional and he thinks that that he can do things like that but it backfired on him but it has nothing to do with the maui fires you know and this is something we need to we need to re- reflect on here in the alt media like it's it just calm calm down all right i know you want things to be true but that doesn't mean they are you know and so let's try to to hang on to some semblance of truth and and run with that all right jay you can comment on either or go ahead sir well uh i think maybe they summoned a demon and that's what caused the uh the <laughs> firefight uh, but no seriously I, I am super happy to hear that they didn't jump on a false flag narrative Good. and we do uh you know on the alt media we tend to look for a demon under every rock you know and uh, everything has an ulterior motive right but uh yeah this was just gun violence um I would like to say that, you know, this stuff happens in gun-free zones. Right. It always happens in a gun-free zone. And hats off to the cops. Uh, they did what they did, but the cops are not there to stop the crime. They're there to, you know, well, at some point they have to stop it, but they're a reactionary force. If you had people, and, and Missouri is a constitutional carry state now, mm-hmm. so you don't have to go and get your concealed carry or anything like that. You could just carry a gun on you. Um, but the problem is when you, when you know, you're in an area where no one has a gun, you feel like a Superman right? and you're just going to do what you want to do. Uh, I, I had a, a soldier in, um, when I was stationed actually here in Missouri, before I was stationed here, he was from Chicago and we were talking gun control. Me and this other NCO were talking gun control. And this kid kind of chimed in, he was a young soldier and he says, no, he says, uh, when you do gun control, you're going to get more crime because the criminals who don't care about the law anyway, are still going to get these guns. And then they feel emboldened to use them like there's no consequences. And the other flip side to that is the revolving door justice system we have where people are afraid to prosecute um, and, you know, letting people out of jail uh, early, letting them out without bail. How many stories have we heard where a gangbanger or somebody, they, they commit a crime, they do a shooting or something, and they're let out of jail without bail and they commit another one or two crimes before their court date, you know? So that, that's my two cents on it. I'm a very pro-gun guy. Right. Uh, we can't ban them. Like Don says, it would be nice if we can get rid of all of them in the world, all of, like poof, gone mm-hmm. away. But the problem is, you know, we have 3D printers now. I have uh, two, three, three uh, ghost guns, I guess you can call them. Two of them are 3D printed. Um, I can't make wow. like a 50 cal sniper rifle. That ain't going to work, of course. It'll blow up. But, you know, I could still uh, shoot a 22 or a 9 mil uh, in a 3D printed platform. So... I don't know. We've we've kind of opened that Pandora's box and uh, took the words out of my mouth. Yeah, you know the 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 um the door is open and we cannot shut it. It, it is time. We've we've walked through it. Also, can't go back. <laughs> you know uh, and, and I'll tell you to Don's point. When I was stationed at Fort Drum, I was there when that uh, what was the act? It's the New York Safe Act, I believe it was where they wanted to ban the assault weapons and they ended up just saying, well, if it only has one feature, it's okay, but it has two features. You got to register it. Uh, they did the magazine capacity um, uh, limits. And I remember that the New York cops had to disarm for a couple of days because they didn't have their, their standard issue handgun right. had more rounds than the, what they wanted to allow. So they had to disarm. We couldn't go out to the field with our, uh, our M4s, because we had to cross a public road and we would have been committing a felony to cross that road, to go into the field and go fire. So they had to rewrite it to put a military exemption in and a police exemption, which to me is, is completely wrong because like you, to your point, uh, Billy, 
um, if you disarm the people or whatever you restrict to the people should also be restricted to the people who would be, you know, your tyrants. Right. Yes. You know, so. Totally, totally agreed with that, man. If, if they're going to, and I, like I said, I'm, I am not a gun guy. Never, never owned one. I've shot one a few times, you know? Um, well, the right. SWAT team, yeah. when I was in New York, the SWAT team got called. There was a, an accidental discharge of a, of a shotgun, two houses up from me. Right. Everybody has, everybody has guns out here. Everybody, yeah. right? Except for me, I'm the only. I'm the yeah. Everybody well, else has a gun, you know. Um, uh, I've been held at gunpoint several times. You know, it, it's it's by the cops. You know? yeah. It's 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 a thing, you know. But uh, if if um if if it's the person, right? If a person, if if Jason has an arsenal, he's not going to use them against me, most likely. You know what I mean? Just just not going to happen. But uh, if somebody wants to harm me, they're going to figure out a way to harm me, and that's just just the way it is. So if you're going to take away guns. Everybody has to lose. Right. There's no, there's, there's no if, ands, or buts, in my opinion. What's up, Jay? Closing thoughts on this for me. Yeah, on. closing thoughts. If I was a criminal um, and I wanted to do something bad and I know that anybody around me might have a gun on them, I'm probably less likely to commit that crime. Right. That's kind of my whole thing on it. I, I'm, I don't carry mine in public hardly ever, uh, only when I'm <laughs> traveling, really. All right. Beautiful. Well, there you have it. I'm sure we'll circle back to this point at some point, but I wanted to let everybody see Ice Spice. That is Ice Spice. If you if you don't know who that is, good for you if you don't. Um, <laughs> that's her. And uh, it, it was um, upside down cross, even though right here it doesn't look much. It is a little bit lower than than it should be, but just a little bit. And then and then she's doing the. I don't know what the hell to call this, right? It's 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 it the rock and roll sign, the devil mm -hmm. horns, man. I don't know what type of mudra it could be. I don't know. Um, but uh, this has been widely circulated as devil worship, right? And regardless, why, why? Like, <laughs> I just don't understand why. Like, so many things that you could do at this point with the world watching. But you decide to wear what you're wearing and throw out, throw up the devil signs. But, but, Jason. Well, she gonna, claims to be a witch, you know. That's is it? A, is that Taylor Swift that claims to be a witch? Well, she says she's studying to be a witch, but I Spice <laughs> says she is a witch, Stop and she witch. was putting the whammy on the game, and that's why I was laughing that you know maybe evil can manifest things just like good can. But <laughs> I mean, if it did, then we're giving her an awful lot of credit. Man, the now the guy next to her was also doing the the uh, demonic you know gestures with his hands, and it worked at the same bro. time she was so. You know, it, it, I don't know. It, it, I'd like to believe that, you know, Mahomes and, you know, uh, Rashid Rice and the rest of the guys pulled it off. But, you know, I don't know if they want to give the devil the credit, you know. <laughs> it worked. The, the, the 49ers uh, uh, gave away the game. They were like, here you go. Here you go, guys. Like um, Jason Whitlock said Satan won the Super Bowl. He was, he was like, <laughs> they well, always you know, wins. didn't notice Mahomes, actually, the first thing he said when he got on the podium was, he was thanking God for the victory and for the adversities all year that made it look like they weren't going to get there because they had to learn from that. Yeah. And our kicker, Butker, who broke records in both sides, if it was orchestrated, how do you get Damn. two record uh, punts, two record field goals, and you get a punt that goes off a guy's foot? I don't know how you script that. And you know all these things <laughs> would have been impossible yeah. to script. Mm -hmm. And Harrison mm -hmm. Butker was even walking around in the parade. It was Ash Wednesday as well as Valentine's Day. Right. He had his Ash Wednesday cross on his head. If, right. if anybody's Catholic and ever seen anybody mm -hmm. walk around with the, the ashes on their forehead, that's what you get on Ash Wednesday. Right. Um, 
And he was giving a, a tremendous speech, Butker, the day before the parade at his alma mater, saying that all the records in the world don't aren't as important as my wife and my family, my kids. Oh, nice it's fantastic, Kat. Love your take. I think, well, I, I think you're right overall. I, oh, Pat Mahomes is one of the greatest of all time, in my opinion, you know, uh, Travis, it's like it's like Gronk and Tom Brady again, just the you know a younger version with Kelsey and and uh, and and Pat Mahomes. I you know I I love um, I, I love the Chiefs. You know, so I I I'd, I'd like to think that it was on the up and up. I worked in sports for fourteen years. I think I'd have noticed something, um, but I, I I've I've never saw anything. Then again, I was very low on the totem pole, so I wouldn't have known. Uh, regardless of that, um, I, I, I want to believe that this is all on the up and up. But I Spice could have could have put a hex on them. Okay, that, that could have happened. Jason, she said I, she did. She said she was putting the whammy on it. And I, John can tell you, I told him that when I lived in St. Louis, I knew people that worked for the Rams. Right. And the year of nine eleven, um, I had a Rams employee tell me before they went to New Orleans for the game for the Super Bowl that the that the fix was in. They were told they should lose. Because they wanted New England to win because of the planes left from Boston. They want to have a red, white, and blue parade to bring American, you know, nationalism and patriotism right. out. And then after the game, I had two people tell me that that worked for them. And if during that game, Mart, you know, Kurt Warner came out and just threw three lousy passes and punted three and out, three and out. And Marshall Falk was insane on the sidelines. He broke the record that year of over 2,000 yards running. And he was just livid. Give me the damn ball. You could read him. You just hear him yell. You can see it read his mouth. And Georgia Frontier, the one part owner, was all upset going, what happened in the second half? And by the way, she mysteriously died of a heart attack shortly after that. And Walmart's Cronky got the whole uh, Rams franchise after that. And it was strange because that game did look weird. And Kurt Warner winds up having Kurt's Corner and lives out in a $7 million house in Phoenix now. And Marshall Falk, you never heard of again, you know. So well, I'm, I'm, know. I'm very, I'm very angry at Kurt Warner. He, he and I got creeped out when I found out that the Hunt family that owned the Kansas City Chiefs are the same Hunt family that was involved with the JFK murder. Hey, did, did, and did you listen? Did you hear the? Did you hear the show yesterday, Cat? Cat, I had uh, uh, Patrick Chenal, Leo Chenal, the Chiefs' brother, on. He was talking about all this. The, oh my God, the Hunt, I missed that. The Hunt, the Hunt family and everything. He was talking about it all. Oh, I got I, I saved it, but I didn't watch it yet. So I'm definitely going to watch that tonight. There you, there, there you have it. And screw Kurt Warner. He did nothing for the New York Giants. Uh, I, I love him. But, but, uh, <laughs> and I believe, he, I believe he did throw the second Super Bowl. I really do. Well, there you have it. I, I, I want to show Ice Spice to Jason. I'm pretty sure Jason doesn't know who Ice Spice is. So I, I, I got to show him. Yeah, this show the fart video. This, this is, is the fart video. Okay. This is it. Get ready, guys. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this is very blank, uh, ver very explicit, by the way, guys. You want me to say something so bad? Stop playing with him, Ryan. Can you please? That's high spice. Shit, bitch, you're not even the fuck. I be going hard. I mean, that's the girl you want to bring home to your parents. Bitches be thick, but I'm thicker. Bitches, glad you clarified because I thought it was Ronald McDonald. Uh, I couldn't see if the shoes were uh, big red ones or not. Wow. Yeah. Do you, do you want to hear more, Jason? No, thank you. Jason wants to hear more. Here we go. <laughs> okay. She could be rich, but I'm richer. Damn. Tick, tick, and her man. Tick, tick, and her man. Hold on. Don't give a fuck. Don't give a fuck. Out in the yams. 
That, that's that's what it is. That's poetry nowadays. Mm-hmm. Um, this this song is one of the biggest songs out right now. Um, there you have it. That's what we got. Do you want to hear your little kids singing that? Of course, oh, yeah. of course I do. I'd be so proud, you know, when when they tell me you're not even the part, Dad. I'm like, oh really? <laughs> you're, you're learning things from ice yeah. and, and that's. Well, funny. I don't really understand. What is the thing about? Um, what is her name? Um, Tra- Travis's girlfriend. Uh, Taylor Swift. Yeah. What, what? She really can't sing, and she doesn't dance. All she does is strut right. on the stage. She writes her own songs. She's not a yeah, horrible yeah. singer. Yeah. You know, I, I don't understand. I mean, the, the person who who is responsible for her is a genius because yeah. they, they, they took this uh, a slightly above average musician and turned her into a superstar of epic proportions. You can call that Satan's if she's if you believe she sold her soul or if she's Anton LaVey's daughter. I don't believe any of that, but that's what's going around. Right. Um, but or she's a man too. You've seen the pictures of her in the bathing suit with the uh, big Mike bulge and stuff. Yeah, so yeah, there's yeah, all yeah, kinds of stuff out there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But um six, but, six feet tall. Yeah. But but um uh, well, it's Toby Keith, the founder, the guy that just died. Yeah, he passed away. God yeah, bless. Yep. God bless Toby Keith. Um but when but, she was 15 and singing with him, she looked like a normal young country girl. And yeah, she still does. To me, like her early songs. music was good. I thought was good. I, my yeah. daughter was a Swifty, and so, yeah. Yeah, so I, I, I heard a lot of that stuff. She writes. It's not like she's without talent. She's a talented yeah. girl. Yeah. Um. It's just that I I don't understand how she's the biggest thing in the world. Right. But then then again, we we can get that's a whole nother conversation. You know, we start talking about spiritualism and 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 the wars that are going on. And quite frankly, that's above my pay grade. Um. I I can talk about it, but I can't. Uh, you know, nobody can prove that. You know, so I, I don't know. Uh, regardless, let's talk about Donald Trump real quick before we get up out of here. $400 million, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. That's what they're hitting him with on this fraud case. Now it is important to note that no matter how, what you feel about Donald Trump, whether you love him or you hate him, no one on both sides is denying that he's guilty of fraud. The defense is that, um, he paid it all back. So what's the issue? That's the defense. Right. That's the defense on the side of of uh, of the right. The the left wants him gone, you know, for whatever for every reason, and they'll take anything that that they can get. But no one is denying that he committed fraud, except for Trump himself, and he's done nothing to back that up. Rather than say I did nothing wrong, that's all he said, and uh, people have coll- collaborated this. So um. He's certainly guilty of fraudulent um, activity. Now, this has been going on for years, right? Forever, right? And and it it, it wasn't an issue up until very recently. I remember uh, having a conversation with Tony right here on America Unplugged, and he was like, it's a while back when this came up. He's like, I don't understand what's the end game of this. And I told him, I'm like, people just don't like Donald Trump. And he he wouldn't take that as uh, as an excuse or as a, as a reason, right? Letitia James, who's responsible for all of this, ran here in New York as her platform was, I am going to get Donald Trump. That's right. That's her platform. And she's done it. And she's corny as hell, right? She loves the limelight. She stands up there. She was like, uh, art of the deal. She perfected the art of the steel. Like, who writes this? Like, who says that normally, like, in real life? Like, knock it off, right? But this is why it's happening. This is why he got hit with this much money. Um, 
let's be clear here. Donald Trump is on the Forbes list for $2.6, $2.5 billion. He's still a billionaire net worth after this, right? But anyway, he's filing for bankruptcy. There's a GoFundMe for Donald Trump, or people like you and I can give him money, you know, for his legal defenses. We're going to pull that up too, and, and you guys will get to see that if you're so inclined to give Mr. Trump some of your money, because, you know, why not, right? You don't have anything better to spend it on, right? Food isn't expensive in the supermarket. No, no, no. Give it to Donald. Give it to the billionaire. We'll be fine. Uh, not Donald Jeffries. Donald Trump is what I'm talking about. Donald <laughs> is uh, a gentleman. He is a scholar and a legend. Tell him what's up, Don. Yeah, well, you know, I, I've written a, a lot about this, and this is just the latest and what, what is becoming a, an absolute joke. of These are politicized prosecutions. Trump is never going to, he's not going to pay four cents, little and whatever they're claiming. <laughs> this is, he's all part of the show, but these are symbolic prosecutions, but they're designed to crush any real dissent. And that's why, that's why they're prosecuting him for complaining about the election in case any of you decide to you know, complain about it. And they already started. Rudy Giuliani having to pay some ridiculous amount of money that he doesn't even have to two workers that he, you know, because they were offended that he said it was rigged or, you know, that it was, that was fraud. Uh, Trump, the, this, whole, this whole case is based on a very, a premise that has never been used before. The 1% have been committing financial crimes forever. Far larger than this, as far as I can determine, Trump's crime here is that he exaggerated his assets to get loans, which he paid back anyhow. So, I mean, you know, if they're going to start prosecuting people for exaggerating what they have, that's pretty much everybody on the face of the earth. We've all exaggerated things, especially somebody like a blowhard like Trump. Of course, he's going to claim he has more than he has. It's, that's never been considered criminal until now. And the, the ridiculous amount of the uh, 400 and some thousand or whatever, or four, four, what was it, 400 and some thousand or whatever it was, I don't even know that he was a million. I, I don't even know. I get these these figures like Alex Jones is the same kind of thing. These are meaningless because <clears throat> the people are never going to pay them. But it sends another message again, just like the rape case, Donald Trump, this E. Jean Carroll. I mean, I wrote an article, in American Free Press about that. Look into this woman's background. She is an absolute certifiable lunatic. She's one she's one step ahead of the people that, that are identifying as cats and want kitty litter in the bathrooms. She's that she's not much above that. She paints, she painted the trees blue in her yard. She's got all this absurd graffiti. She painted all over her shed. I'm sure her neighbors loved her. She named her uh her cat vagina and her oh, dog tits. So this <laughs> and she talks she talks about rape fantasies all the time after this supposedly happened, including talking about Donald Trump and saying, "Ladies, would you have sex with him?" She did that on social media. She can't even remember the year this happened, and yet Trump has been ordered to pay her, you know, some astronomical amount, which she immediately went online and joked about what she's going to do with his money. This is this we be this has become a laughingstock. These people, that's why it was interesting to see as part of the show. Now you have Fonnie, Fannie Willis or Fonnie Willis, uh, who's now on, has taken the stage and defense herself for having an affair with the prosecutor or something. And she's screaming at the judge and yelling. I mean, this is a circus. This anybody, you should want to stay as far away from American courtrooms as you can. It's an absolute joke. It's become, uh, you know, beyond WWE theater. And Trump is right at the center of it. This is all symbolic. They're, they may, watch my words, they've already kind of done it to Alex Jones with Sandy Hook. I would not be surprised they don't take it the next step to, for the, you get the message, and prosecute Trump for promulgating conspiracy theories. And Wouldn't surprise me at all. This is another, like Fannie yeah. Willis is another one that, that yeah. is 
like loving the spotlight. She wants to be front and center for all of it. And and this is a ser- that's a serious. I mean, he he got slapped here in New York, right? For for uh, for this fraud case. But let's also keep in mind that they could have just ended him altogether, and they did not. It's a three years. He has a, a, a ban, and then he's back, right? And and it's fine. It's no it's no problem. They didn't revoke his license or anything like that. He's he's good to go. And that was all on the table, by the way. They didn't do it. Um, but the Georgia case is a little bit more serious. And and Fannie Willis is is has essentially, you know, thrown a monkey wrench in it because she wanted to to have sex with somebody that she employed. And, and then she decided that she was going to not cop to it. And now she doesn't want to step down. Like, go away. Like she, it's just one of these, these people are horrible. Yeah. Right? I don't, I don't yeah. know what else to say about it. All right, um, let's let's get thoughts. Uh, Jason Barker, what are you thinking about all this? Uh, I'm thinking that if we donate harder, um, <laughs> Donald might be okay because we didn't donate hard enough for yeah, stop the right. Those people are right. still in jail, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. people. But, I totally no, agree. I think it's not just you know they want to get at Trump. You know, like Don says, the one percent do this stuff all the time. Hmm. And what you know, what is bragging anyway? Are they counting his net worth? Are they looking at his stocks, unrealized gains, unrealized losses? I mean, you really don't know uh, unless you liquidate all your stuff, what your net worth really is. It's a it's a guesstimation, but it's a message not just to Trump, but to Trump supporters. Yes. That if they want you, they're going to get you. Look at what they did to the J6 people. I look at what they did it that way. Finish up, Jay. Yeah. 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 Alex Jones. Now, I'm not an Alex Jones fan anymore. But what they did to him is ludicrous. Mm-hmm. You know, he'll, he'll never pay that money back. He can't even if he wanted to, you know, so that that's mm-hmm. my take on it. This is messaging. It's programming. It's setting precedents, uh, you know, for people like us that yeah. would, you know, stand up, uh, go against the system. So that that's the part that I, I don't necessarily subscribe to, Jay. Like, I, I don't think this is a message for us. How many of us have billions of freaking dollars? You know, I, I I think if it's if we're going to take it and spin it as it's a message for somebody, it's a message to the to the to the elite, right? That that you can't screw around, or but but it's not to us, the people. Like we, we're never we'll never be in this position, you know. We'll, that 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 we're uh, making fraudulent claims to 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 make millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars. And if you are, man, good for you. Right, but, <laughs> but but Billy, they they could let let's say they say they say that uh, you know some some Jason Barker or somebody who's a conspiracy theorist, uh, you know, tried to claim his house was worth more than it was worth, mm-hmm. and that because that was basically the gist of this is Trump the exaggerated value of his property. I'm a I've been a licensed realtor since 1985. The market determines what it's worth. Right. It's whatever homeowners always think their property's worth more than it is. So that's a very that that could be one of many ways they can go after a, cons, a so-called dissenter conspiracy theorist. They want to get you, or they set the precedent. Same thing with rape. If they can have a woman come thirty years after the fact and not even be able to tell what year it happened, right? They get well. Let's get rid of this conspiracy theorist. You know, she says it happened, and you have all the crazy woke women. I I believe her. I stand with you. Know, but you know, the hell with evidence or law or anything like that. These are terrible precedents. Same thing with vote fraud. If they can convict right. Trump, which they will do, because he's he's not going to win any of these. He's in this to lose it all, because it's you're symbolically losing. That's why he's the you know he's the the one doing the losing. Right. But it, then all of us then we can we can say hey this let's say Tony Arterburn type runs again for uh, Congress in Texas or whatever. Obvious fraud goes on, and he starts talking about hey 
you know what? Trump precedent here. You know, that's a crime. You can't. You you you're a you're an election denier. So I mean, this these are terrible precedents, and people have to get past the personality of Trump because they want they don't care about the law when it's like Trump, and that's why they're using him. They right. literally don't care. They would they they would support Trump being caught littering on the street and being hanged in the public square for it. The, the, the millions of people it. would love that. That's I, my I would. point. I mean, but, I wouldn't love if he got hanged or or whatever. But let, let, let's 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 dial it back a little bit. The thing is here, he is guilty of almost everything they're saying he's guilty of. I mean, we can look at E. Jean Carroll. They, they didn't say he was a rapist. They said it was uh, uh what is it, sexual. Uh, in a, but she's not in a, credible in the least. She should have been neither laughed out of a courtroom. He. That's the thing. Well, he may not he. be, but she's he, the one making. He's been it. accused of rape at least thirty-three times, at least. You know, and then he says, "Grab him by the pussy." And all. so I can believe something like that. Is she the most credible person? No, she is not. But but I can believe something like this. He also said, "I've never met her before in my life," and there's pictures of him and her. You know, there's a bunch of stuff like that. It's all circumstantial. You can't prove anything in either side. What he got hit with the most was defamation. His dumbass should have stayed shut. And if he stayed shut, he would have kept about eighty-five million dollars. But he did not. Same thing with the document case. Give back the stupid ass documents, and you wouldn't have been in this position. But he did not, and now he's in. And they got him dead to rights there. He's guilty. They got him dead to rights. Is what I want the alternative media to 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 figure why out. Doesn't it, why doesn't his defense attorney use the Biden defense and say he's he's old? He can't be expected to remember so what he did. I Biden mean, gave them. Oh, back. he'll never let him do that. <laughs> that's the thing. Biden gave them back. Obama gave them back. George Bush gave them back. All these people gave them back. Donald Trump did not. That's the difference here with this. To to be totally honest, unfortunately, I mean, people may not want to hear it because they're like, oh, it's an attack against us. It's not we we should distance ourselves from Donald Trump as much as possible in the alt media. When they say that oh what's going on with Donald Trump is an attack against us as as alternative thinkers and conspiracy theorists, we should look at that as an attack. Be like no. We want nothing to do with that. Stay away from us, right? Because it discredits us. It makes us look like crazy people to side with this guy. And and when we try to to justify and 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 provide um alibis for this man it makes it makes us look even worse because he is a known criminal and this is a a mind operation that's been run on us for quite some time now admittedly by the united states government by michael flynn by cambridge analytica it's admitted this is all out there right and and so we we need to distance ourselves from it so do i believe that he did something to e Jean carroll probably I'm not. I'm. It's, it, prove me wrong. You can't. I can't prove you wrong either. You're gonna. But, you, but you. But you don't have to. That you're innocent to proven guilty. Even Donald Trump. Mm. So that's the whole point. She has to prove he did it. She can't even say what year it took place. It's ridiculous. Well, and that should be laughed out of every courtroom. They you proved defamation, and that's what he got hit with, right? And and they proved fraud, and he got hit with fraud. And they're gonna prove uh, the Georgia oh, case, and they're all gonna the prove everything because right. that's it's designed. He's gonna, they're gonna win. This is the whole idea. But, I, but mm. you know, this is this. I I I don't like Trump. I'm a Trump agnostic, but I, I see what this is. This is scripted. But don't uh, you think Kat, a lot Goya, what's up, Kat? How you doing? To, don't okay. you think a lot of this is orchestrated so that we don't be, have a real choice? It may, maybe Kat, I'm 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 trying to stay in. I'm buying into this reality. Right. And saying that this is 
mostly legit what's going on. I don't believe the whole world is a stage, but some of it def definitely is. You know, um, I, I just I've I've since since I've grown up in New York, you know, and and Donald Trump has been a, a central figure here for a long time. Most people didn't really know Donald Trump up until 2016 or up on the up until The Apprentice. I've been familiar with Donald Trump for a lot longer, so I have a different look on him. Are you, you know, also remember Trump being on with Geraldo mm -hmm. and to say he was going to run for president as a Democrat because right. he's too stupid? Absolutely. On the Geraldo show when I was your age, probably. Right. And, you know, I think this is all orchestrated because you got to go back to, like you said, 2016 and all those elections. When Trump got on with Alex Jones, he sucked the lifeblood out of every other third party. If there was a chance... Yeah for the Libertarian Party or the Constitutional Party or Larry Johnson or anybody mm -hmm. else to get up to Gary Johnson, whatever, who, whatever that guy's name was at Libertarian, if, uh, if, if they had a chance, he sucked it dry because Alex Jones was bought in totally. You know, it was after he went Hollywood with Charlie Sheen and then he went all the way with Trump and all every single penny had to go to the Trump campaign because he was going to be different. You know, he was going to be, you know, our man in the White House, but he never was our man. I mean, he didn't do anything for Assange. He killed Soleimani, which was an international war crime. Agreed. Uh, he did not release the JFK files. He did not release the Tesla files. You know, he gave the military and the CIA everything they wanted and more. Right. He appointed some of the worst possible people you can. So, I mean. John Bolton. And right. Yeah. Well, Bolton <laughs> disgusting. And Pompey. Right. I mean, God. But I mean. Whoa. Cat Coy has been been She's taken up. There wouldn't be anybody <laughs> else but Trump and Biden. We, two fools. Right. You know, you got a choice between, you know, a senility and a bombastic, you know, circus parker. And, you know, the, I think the only monkey in wrench is the fact that we have RFK Jr. out there that actually has, you know, fought against corporatism and fought against crooked uh, polluters and horrible big pharma you know, petrochemical companies. But otherwise, right now, we don't have a choice right. because half the people are like, we've got to give poor Donald his four years back and look what they're doing him in court. They're getting all these people wrapped up in the emotions mm -hmm. of voting for him. And at the same time, you got progressive liberals who have lost their mind that think that Biden, who never did anything other than plagiarism his whole life, and he was anti-black with his crime policies, and, and, you know, he can't even remember which of his sons died, and which one was the Coke guy. I mean, he, the guy's crazy. This is the only choice we have. And I think it's by design. And I think Donald Trump, his ego's hurt that they didn't let him have eight years. But I, I, I think he's another one of the players. Well, I think we agree there. Kat. Really? I, I think um, I mean, we don't have a choice right at all. Joe Biden is a total disaster. Okay, uh, you're all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Joe Biden is a complete and total disaster, right? And 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 he wouldn't stand a chance against anyone other than Donald Trump. And Donald Trump is a complete and total disaster, and he wouldn't stand a chance against anyone except Joe Biden and, of course, uh, the B six 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 Hillary Clinton. I mean, and and these are the worst candidates ever in the history of American <laughs> politics. It's all three of them, the worst. The absolute and total worst, and that's what we're left with. Okay, we have we got one more topic, but Jay, Jay, did you did you speak on this yet or no? Uh, yeah, I, it was. I uh, just want to clarify. I wasn't uh, feeling sorry for Trump. 
Uh, the oh yeah, man, we know that. Go ahead. Buddy. Yeah, it's um, it's just if they can if they can come after you and, and come after you and come after you too, you can get whether you're guilty or not. Mm-hmm. Uh, make up a crime, uh, just like they did the J six people. Uh, then they come up with over the top punishments. Mm-hmm. Like the J six people, I went into you know if you go in to use a bathroom and you walk back out, now you what ten years in prison or something? Yeah, yeah, it's ridiculous. And so you know I'm getting that message and I worry about some things I say. Of course I'm going to say them anyway, mm-hmm. but you know I'm expecting to knock on my door one day with some stupid, uh, you know, I got somebody killed because of medical misinformation or something, you know? No, nah, man, uh, uh, nah, nah. let's not, let's not even speak that into existence. Right. But, but straight up and down, let, let, let me give you the warning. This is very simple about J six. Okay. If you're at a rally, if you're at a get together and it's in front of a Capitol building, wherever that Capitol building is, and they open up that Capitol building to you, do not, go inside you would think that this is common knowledge but apparently it's not and people fight you on it 24 7 so listen i'm just putting it out there don't go inside it is not your house i know they've taught you that it is your house and it's not don't go inside go the other way as soon as they open it up you know take that as a sign i shouldn't be here right now if you have your family with you take them your friends whomever's trying to go into that house, be like, hey, come here. Come here with me. We're going that way. Why? Because we're being set up. That's why. Yep. Okay, so so let, let's think about that. All right, stand with Trump. Fund for uh, $355 million unjust justice. We have, what, what is it? Judgment. We have $61,000 people have donated so far to, to stand with Donald Trump. We're trying to get to $355 million. Come on. If... All 355 million people gave $1, we'd be there. Let's get there quickly, please. Let's let's help Donald Trump. He clearly needs it. Let's set up another one for Rudolph Giuliani. He needs your money. He needs your money. He needs it. So let's let's give it to them for the good work that they've done on our behalf, saving the nation. Um, of course, that's that's what we need to do. All right, great. One more thing, and we're getting out of here. I want to talk about, about uh, uh, Tucker Carlson real quick. Uh, because uh, we had Steve Poikin in on last week. What's up, Steve? How you doing? Steve Poikin is always great. I love AM Wake Up. He does great work. Um, and, and we spoke a little bit about it. I hadn't seen the interview. Not in full. I still haven't seen it in full, by the way. But I did see um, the part where Putin is talking to him about the CIA. And in full context, I don't think there's a debate about this. There was a debate about it before, but I, I mean, I, there is a debate about this, but I don't think in seeing it in full context, you can debate that Vladimir Putin was pretty much accusing or, or telling Tucker Carlson that he was in the CIA. But, but hands down, you know, like he, he was telling you, you're in the CIA. Pr- pretty much is what he was saying. Um, uh, I, I don't know if that's what you got from it, Don, but I, I want I want your thoughts from it. Um, but ultimately, I, I think that's what was going on here. He was like, you're a CIA agent and I'm going yeah. to speak with you, but I know you're a CIA agent. What are you doing here? What are you trying? What's what's your ultimate goal? That's the way it looked like to me. It might have been a whole big play. Also, I don't know. Well, but he clearly called him out for being the CIA. Go ahead. The, the tone of the interview was, I mean, basically Tucker just sat there for the most part and had ridiculous various expressions on his face uh, and, and Putin talked. And um, he, you know, 
he was pretty, I thought he was kind of dismissive of Tucker. I mean, mm. I, there's no other journalist that's going to talk to him. So I, I, but again, I think this is all theater, you know, so it, it, it's hard to believe Putin's not, you know, in on it too. So uh, what this is about, I don't know, because Tucker really didn't ask many questions at all. He just kind of laid it out there and, and, and uh, Putin went over Russian history and just kind of pontificated. And uh, he was, yeah, when, when Tucker did say a few things that weren't even really hardball, right. uh, you could tell Putin kind of was dismissive of him, like was playing the tough guy act. So maybe that's a relic from the days of uh, Khrushchev, you know, where the Russians are trying to put on a fierce front. I don't know. But I don't know what to make of that. I just know it was it was criticized because these are two people that however, you know, whatever assets they right. are, if they are, they're, they're both distrusted by everyone pretty much. I mean, so... Uh, so I don't know. I don't want to make it wasn't it wasn't much. I, I think it's nice that we talk to to somebody like Putin. He says things if you know that I agree with. You know, he's banning GMO products. He wants to put out an arrest warrant for the uh, Rothschilds. So he says our government killed Kennedy. Uh, those are things that most of uh, politicians here won't say. So I. But you know, who knows what to think of the guy? The guy's a former KGB, and uh, but I think it was a, a lot of theater there. It takes a spook to know a spook. Uh, Angus Mustang in the chat. Uh, Putin, 2024. Fantastic. Let's do it. We, we can't get any worse, you know, so <laughs> let's do it. Let's see what happens. Let's. It, it's, a, it's a crapshoot, but hey, you know, it. who knows what we might get out of it. Jason, what's up, well, bro? I'm, I totally agree with Don. Um, you know, Putin was very dismissive, and he started the interview with, uh, should I take this seriously? Is this going to be a serious interview? Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah. My whole thing is, why did Tucker even go there? Uh, Tucker has been inserted into the alt media as a hero uh, to take the market share away from people like us. Right. You know, that's my opinion. Uh, that could definitely be CIA uh, operation. But when you I mean, look at the players, you've got uh, Alex Jones, Tucker Carlson, Elon Musk. They're all kind of like banded together now. Um, and that's where everyone's putting their focus. So I don't know. I just see it as more division. Um, anyway, when you when you try to make uh, Putin look appealing to the right because of some of his policies. Now you've further divided the right and the left uh, because we're at war with Russia. Yeah. So there's a lot going on there, a lot to unpeel. Absolutely. All right. Ms. Hey, Goya, go ahead. Uh, yeah. What I wanted to say, I've got relatives on both sides of the Ukrainian-Russian war. God bless. So I get stuff from them all the time. And I watch Putin live. And I'll, you know, I'll listen to him and I understand most of what he says. I don't know. 100% of the vocabulary, but I can understand most of it. And I've been listening to him. So he hasn't been changing his thing. What what we overlook a lot is I don't think the total audience for this was us. Putin was also talking to the Ukrainian audience mm, and probably, the Estonian absolutely. audience, the Polish mm. audience. That's why he gave the history lesson. And most Americans, when it comes to history, you know, their eyes glaze over. We don't even care about our own. You know, and we don't want to know our own because it wasn't always good. You know, we, you know, right. ask the Native Americans and Canadians. But I believe he wasn't just talking to us. And I do believe, you know, Carlson has been talking about wanting to interview him for years. Right. And the CIA and Fox stopped him twice in the past. So I think when he got a nod, but he also, this is only two hours. And I think he was caught off guard by the, it was almost a half hour of history lesson. And Putin wasn't going to let him stop it. He was going to get that out. Yep. And he had that, you know, that was something he already scripted in his head he was going to say. Right, and right, so right. that's a half hour. That's a quarter of it right there. Right. And I've heard Carlson since then say, I meant to ask this. I meant to ask this. 
I think he got thrown because he isn't that used to dealing with this level of people. Mm. I don't think he's a CIA guy. I think he's a rich kid like a lot of these guys, and they grew up in a totally different world. He's got an interesting piece out there about the Russian grocery stores and um, mm. several other things, that they, the subway and a couple other things, which are really interesting. If you haven't seen them yet, they're up on uh, Twitter. Did things you, did, that people okay. realize that as far as Putin was concerned, he knows he's not going to get this thing broadcast over um, ABC and Fox and CNN. That's just never going to happen. Right. And if you know, if he really wanted to reach us, he's perfectly fluent in English. Right. But, you know, he, he sticks to his own nationalism. Mm -hmm. If you want to understand what I'm saying, go learn Russian or go get it translated because <laughs> he speaks six languages fluently. But right. I said, I don't think we were the only audience. I really do think he was sending some of this to the Ukrainian people. He was sending it to the Polish people. He was sending it to the German people. Because remember, he spent years in Germany as a, a KGB there. And, you know, we weren't necessarily the audience for what Putin was saying. And that, that's, that's one thing I wanted to inject. And I, I really have gotten all kinds of information from people on both sides of the war. And it, it, it is absolutely, I got to say this, it's decimated an entire generation of the Ukrainian people. It is literally the fourth right completing a dream of the third right to depopulate the Slavic people. Literally millions of people have left. They, they've immigrated, become refugees, and at, at least 200,000 are dead. An entire generation of men. And I mean, you know, I, I, I check every once in a while to see which of my relatives are still alive. Right. You know, and it, it is sinful and unethical and immoral when we have uh, Blinken and Austin sitting there saying, how, this is okay, or well, Lindsey Graham, that useless guy, from, you know, him sitting there saying, how, well, we don't have to die. We're letting the, you know, the Ukrainians do the bleeding. I mean, if there isn't a special hell, place in hell for these people, they're, they're, if there isn't one, they should make one, you know? Fantastic. Fantastic, Kat. Thank you so much for today, man. Opinion. It was excellent. I love your opinion. It was so good, in, in, in my opinion. You know, other people may think otherwise, but I think it was fantastic. I think you did a great job. J uh, Jason Barker, what's up, buddy? Tell the people where they can find you. Thank you for joining us here on America Unplugged. We appreciate you. Go ahead. Uh, thanks for having me, Billy. And it's good to meet you finally, uh, Kat. I can't uh, hear anything right now. Oh, okay. Uh, anyway, go to the thenightsofthestorm.com. That's my website. That's our website. Oh. I have this fine show listed there. I've got all the other shows. And I am on Free World on, uh, for both the shows, the Foxhole and um nice of the storm so the schedule's there on the schedule tab and you can see what time we're live so we're having a go. little bit of problems over on free world guys i know people were saying that people uh the knights of the storm didn't stream this morning and america unplugged hasn't streamed we can't stream america unplugged over there unless tony's here right so if if uh when tony's here right, I, can, I can't do it for whatever reason i can't do it from my computer we're trying to get all the stuff fixed up but it's, it's been it's becoming a, a a little bit of a problem uh but we've uh reached out to uh, our radio provider to see if, if we can get that stuff straightened out. And if not, we'll probably look elsewhere to, to get this done because it's a, it's a lot of people having issues. Some people uh, air great and uh, a lot of people can't, you know? Um, so I, I just don't know. So just a heads up to you guys, but um, Tiger's going to be on tonight. So make sure you go. He, he's good. So make sure you go check him. Uh, he's good content wise and he's good as far as streaming. So, that, so go, go, go check it out. And Jason, thank you so much. For, for lending, us, lending us your expertise and everything you do on our Nights of the Storm and for all your support. We really appreciate you, buddy. Thank you for being here on America Unplugged.
Cat, let the people know where they can find you. What's up? Well, uh, I'm on Twitter X. That's where I post most of my stuff now. I used to be on Facebook and used to do tons of stuff there, but I, I now I just use that for staying in contact with people because I can't even look at Facebook without getting a month in jail. Right. And right. I know that Twitter X is, is, is being played as well, but right now I think that's a good place to be. Right. And hopefully uh, in the next six months, I'm hoping to get a new computer and get back online. And, you know, I, I help a few shows. I try to send some stuff to Don to help wherever I can. I try to help the folks at Redacted and, and whoever else yeah. I can help along the way. We need the Cat Goya show, it appears to me. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's that's what we need. You don't need to be helping people out. We, we Help them out the other way. Give give the information yourself. You're, you're fairly good at this. Um, we'd love to have you on Free World. Think about it. Come and join us. The Cat Goya show. <laughs> I'd be glad out. to. Um, there you go. I don't know. Let's think of something. <laughs> Let's think of something, but that'd be dope. Thank you, Cat, for today. And of course, the legendary Don Jeffries. Oh, well, hell yeah. Tell him what's up. <laughs> well, people can find me on Substack primarily, Donald Jeffries at Substack.com. I protest just like my weekly live streaming show here in these same fine platforms. Um, that's the only place I'm not being shadow banned. I'm being allowed to grow there. So please subscribe to me and Donald Jeffries at Substack.com. If you haven't already, and uh, you can try to help me out all you can, you know, masking the truth is still fighting, you know, the, the shadow ban Barnes and Nobles removed it from the platform completely with no explanation. So uh, anything you can do to help there is appreciated. All right. All right. We got Patrick S in the chat, Karen Carpenter. How are you greeting some blessings to both of you? Love you guys. Thank you for being here. And Chris, it's always great to see you. Angus Mustang, the dude, what's up, sir? Hope you're doing well. Uh, Chris Graves, man, where are you? Say what's up to Chris if you guys see him, man. Um, uh, we're trying to we're trying yes. to get a hold of him. Uh, Steve Swan is in the chat. What's up, Steve? How you doing, man? Who else we got? Mr. Barker. How did you manage to be two places at once? You must tell me. <laughs> Fantastic. Okay. Well, we had a, several people, and there's a lot of repeat stuff here that I see. Rally, what's going on? How are you? I can keep scrolling, but uh, uh, Chris Mincy. What's up, Chris? How are you? Good to see you. Liz, the Iron Maiden all the way from the UK. Mm -hmm. Anarchy in the UK was going on. Always good to see Liz. Hope you're doing well, Liz, out there. Uh, Mr. Mark Devlin's coming over to the US. Uh, he's coming to New York in April. I will be there. Um, more details on that to come, but that's going to be fun. So so come check out Mr. Mark Devlin. I, I'll let you guys know. It's going to be at the same place we held uh, Free World NYC. That's where uh, Mark is going to come and, and talk. So that's going to be dope. Um, what else do we have? Free Mind is in the chat. Tom Cooper, what's up, Tommy? How you doing? He's in the chat. Uh, Assyrian girl, always Hi. great to see Assyrian girl. I saw Mr. Guard Goldsmith. How are you, Mr. Goldsmith? Hope you're doing well. Uh, who do we have over on YouTube? Doug? Lots of you. We have OR Busy from the UK. Uh, love to see him. Chris Buckin, who is in his element there, uh, putting out his sharp and witty things. Uh, Jennifer Whitehouse, uh, John Lawler, Little John, uh, Deborah Wheeler. Uh, one of uh, this a wonderful supporter of mine, John Bassiglone. What's up, John? Uh, RW1. What's up? Uh, let's see who else do we have. I know Karen Carpenter's in here too. Jacqueline, who is sending positive energies from Thank Newcastle you, upon Tyne, another UK person. Love, love to see you guys from across the pond. Yes, we do. Uh, Nika, what's up, Nika? Here. And let's see, Steve Poikinen was in the chat. What's up, Poikinen? What's up, sir? I think that's what about it. Okay, I think I, I think I hit just about everybody. 
beautiful. Um, shouts to Colin Wysong. I don't think he's here today, but I got to say what's up to the guy. Say what's up to him. Um, that's it. Angry Tiger. Did I say what's up to Tiger? Tiger's going to I know. I know we yes. plugged this show, but I don't know if I said what's up to him. What's up, Tiger? How are you? All right. Anybody that I missed, I am so sorry. Um, but we will catch you next week, Lord willing. Hopefully the world. Oh, Randy, has- Randy Benson. Say hey, Randy Benson. Sorry, I miss you, Randy. I'm sorry. Thank God. You. <laughs> Randy Benson. Like the macho man, Randy Savage. <laughs> uh, what's up, Randy? How are you? Um, uh, who else, man? Harps, uh, Thunder Harps, from Down Harps, Under. yes, Harps. Yeah, yes, he yes. doesn't show up on the computer chat. Uh, but he's good to go on the mobile. If you that's because mobile. you know, we Australia doesn't exist, you know, <laughs> it, it's not a thing. I, I know you can see it back here on my flat earth map, but um, it, much like the flat earth, Australia doesn't exist. You know, um, I think that's why we can't see Harp in the chat. You know, I was wondering, I was pondering this, and I, then it, it, it just dawned on me. I'm like, oh, Australia's not a thing. Patrick S., how are you? That's a conspiracy theory that goes around, by the way. I don't really believe that. I think Australia's real. But I've never been there, so I don't know. Um, <laughs> oh, man, hold on, hold on. I, I Patrick S. is there. I wanted to get everybody. When I, when I keep scrolling up, I see new people, but it's time to go. I will see everybody next week, Lord willing. Don't burn the place down while I'm gone. And uh, be good, okay? Nice show today. Bye. Oh, hold on. That was a peace sign. It wasn't a Illuminati mudra or anything like that. Bye. Boom. Hold on, hold on.